What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk, and Wind Killer Inc. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello and welcome to episode 114 of the Shattered Order Podcast. I am, of course, Wink. Alongside no goodnight punk, however, I brought in reinforcements. Uh, T-Money and good old Maurice, how's it going? Hey, it's going well. How are you? Wonderful. Going swell, man. Awesome. Well, thank you guys for joining. Um, This should be a lot of fun. Always love having guests on. And uh, y'all recently joined the Game Changers program, right? We Indeed. did. Mm-hmm. It's been a, a week now-ish sort of thing. So uh, yeah, it's been great. It's a great little community and learning lots of, learning lots of things from people. So it's, it's uh, yeah, it's been, a, it's been a good week. Awesome. Well, uh, congrats and welcome. Um, yeah, so... Y'all do Operation Metaverse. Uh, we've talked about some of y'all's videos in the past uh, and, and highly suggest people check out y'all's stuff. It's really, really excellent content. Uh, but go ahead and tell everybody what y'all do if they're not familiar with you. Me or you, Dom? <laughs> um, why don't you start and then I'll you fill, in, the fill blanks. in any blanks. Okay, so uh, yeah, we have a um, we have a channel called Operation Metaverse, and we've been kind of we've been streaming. Uh, Good old Maurice has been streaming for a long time, for I don't know over a couple of years, back in the Lord Skunk days. Hey, Good old Maurice, and uh, it streams with Remon, who's another game changer, uh, on a weekly basis. And uh, I've been streaming for about a year, and we kind of worked together in a bunch of projects, so we decided to come together and make this channel. And we're really focused on, um, it's kind of, I think we've kind of fallen into a focus on territory wars, actually. We've, our first video was a Night Sister uh, video in P4 of the Sith Raid that has over 100,000 views. And that kind of kicked off our channel really nicely and got us, uh, we, um, you know, kind of set our style. And, and now we do kind of instructional videos, make neat teams. Um, we were, I think, I think we were the first to do the Magma Trooper video and Nest with Resistance and nice. what else? Dr. Dooku. Um, those three came out on our channel first. And then Gom has a couple of more teams as a, a Ray team with L3 and then a veteran Han Treya killer, <laughs> which we're just working on finishing right now. So, so yeah. And then we have a, a weekly stream that we kind of really pack with information and have guests on and um, yeah, love to have you guys on sometime. Talk Absolutely. about the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anytime. Uh, very cool. Um, 
yeah, like I said, I highly suggest everybody go check it out. Uh, I It's really, really good stuff. So, um, we are going to mostly talk about mods this week because why not? Mods are super exciting. However, before we dig into that, how excited are you guys that football is back? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'll let go and answer that one. Got got three fantasy football teams. You know, the Gamecocks got a big game tomorrow versus Bulldogs, Georgia. I'm pretty pumped. I live in the South, so college football is king. Yep. Where I live. So it's a a big, big day tomorrow. So (laughs) I'm I'm pretty excited. Yeah, me too, for sure. Uh, Yeah, uh, fantasy football is amazing. And uh, I actually do a fantasy football podcast as well. Uh, So if you guys want to check that out, the link will be in the show notes. Um, uh, I, I feel my big call for this season was Jay Ajayi was going to be an absolute steal. That's looking pretty good after week one. So I'm pretty excited about that. Um, yeah. So, uh, right. Yeah, I mainly do all PPR leagues. I'm really banking on Chris Thompson being okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah like this, I kind of, I kind of went the wide receiver heavy route just kind of neglected running back so i'm i'm really banking on a couple late round flyers this year yeah we'll see. Uh, un- understandable uh, n- not a bad one to bank on we'll, we'll see how it goes uh definitely interesting stuff going on up there well uh why don't we go ahead and get into our first main segment hey guys what did you do in sloga this week All right, so this week in Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, uh, I actually tracked my ally points over the past week, just kind of see where I lined up, and, you know, just due to the fact of buying the two Omegas in the new weekly store, and I dropped, uh, let's see, 20,000 ally points from where I was at this point last week, so that kind of gives you a reference on how many I'm making per week. I made about 30,000 ally points this week. So, uh, having a little bit of stash, I, you know, I'll be able to buy the two Omegas every week for quite a while. I've seen some people say it's not a great value. To me, I'm not doing anything else with my ally points. I'd rather have Omegas than anything else because I cannot seem to keep those things around. It's incredibly frustrating. Um, let's see. I zated Mother Talzin's unique ability. Uh, just to kind of test with Phase 4, I have yet to try the Phase 3 Mother Talzin team. Um, I may test that at some point. But other than that, I just did a lot of mod slicing, and we're going to talk about mod slicing here in a bit. So uh, that's pretty much what I did this week. What about you, T-Money? Well, I did the opposite of being frugal and paying attention to my ally points. The day before they announced that ally points were actually... Uh, worth something omegas I, I do believe it's a great deal as well i spent eight hundred thousand of them <laughs> oh wow <laughs> we're gonna do like a little yeah we're gonna do a little contest with a stream where guess how much shard shop currency t-money has you know after spending <laughs> eight hundred thousand it was gonna be a million and then um well good maurice teased me and said like an hour before it came out yeah don't you know that they're using them for x and i was like no and then he said he's kidding, and so I continued to spend another four hundred thousand. <laughs> then, they, yeah. And then, so, then, yeah. then, then Omega showed up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, 
So, so that's okay. I still have, uh, I think, 400,000 left. So that gives me a bit of a cushion for this. But definitely, it's a, I think it's a sign, a little sign. I was thinking they said we will not put any more character shards, new character shards in the in the stores other than the arena store, right? But then, oh, there's other things other than that. So maybe ally points, I don't know, sim tickets? I have no idea. But there's all this kind of like yeah. extra stuff that I think they're trying to get us to spend. Um, yeah. So and then I just played with mods. I got Nest to, it's not a fast Nest. She's 273. Uh, so not super fast, but she's got 52,000 health. <laughs> so, wow, that's a lot and of that, yeah, it's a lot of health. It's with two six dot health primaries on the circle of the cross, nice. and then it's she's still got a crit damage uh, triangle. So it's, she's pretty, pretty unkillable. You need Yoda to be like exactly on point with his crit in order to take her down, uh, oh, or Nihilus, of course. So um, I'm excited to see how she works in the next territory wars. And yeah, just tons of mod splicing. That's been that's been a lot of fun. I haven't got a twenty yet been skunked on my 20s everybody else in the world has 20s but me <laughs> yeah the uh the 20s are pretty rare i'm fortunate that i got a couple i actually had a mod that was on my arena team that's a crit damage square and i think it had 16 speed and it was blue and i sliced it and the speed hit twice and went to 24 and then i took it up to six stars so that is by far my best mod i have now Oh, gracious. That's really, um, yes. Wow. That's great. <laughs> Good for Not you. <laughs> super jealous. <laughs> that yeah. might be one of the best mods in the game, you know, like a crit damage, a crit damage mod with speed is rare enough, but one that's yeah. got like 24, that's probably, you know, there's probably a hundred of those in the game. If that. Yeah. It's, it's pretty, I do amazing. not have one of those hundred. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Uh, let's see. All right, good old Maurice. What about you? Well, I finished um, basically my Bastila team. I finished all the Zetas on it. You know, Bastila, Grandmaster Yoda, Hermit Yoda I had, and I did Ezra, and then I did <coughs> Kanan, and then um, missed my 600 uh, when the <laughs> mod, when the energy came out. Uh, I kind of got confused and made a mistake, <laughs> so I missed my 600. I've been. Uh, I basically found the very best arrows in all of my for three certain characters. I found the very best speed arrow I had in my entire inventory mod. I on, and then kind of a all-purpose one that I currently have on Treya, and I took those to sixty, um, and then working on a crit damage crit chance set first, actually as a, as a complete set. So it's it's been fun, a lot of fun fooling around with these mods and basically gambling i guess you can say <laughs> it's, pretty, uh, yeah pretty it's been, much yeah it's been fun for sure rolling the dice i love it it's just like it's like I, I love rolling mods i don't know i think it's you know I, I actually don't like rolling mods because when you buy them and you've got that five speed on there and mm -hmm. you're like uh you know to have it not roll at all but if you're already rolling one that's 12 or 15 it's just like a little less pressure it's a little more fun i don't know i'm having a lot of fun with it and i love the drop rates in the mod challenges <laughs> it feels so good to be like <laughs> four rolls or something and get like eight You're like yes yeah it's a lot of fun yeah for sure uh, so did you guys take advantage of that uh like guaranteed uh or increased chance of proccing window, you know, with the green, blue, and purple mods, you know, before they uh, changed the way 
the secondary proc. Yeah. Oh yeah. Every every green was at level three. Every blue at level six. Every purple at level nine. Oh yeah. Is that that's what you're talking about? Yeah. Prior to the update. Yeah. Oh yeah. And it, it, yeah. it you could see it day one. It makes a huge difference. It's a lot different now. You know. <laughs> so. Yeah, I was the same way, man. I had, I have no idea how many blue mods with like you know, between 13 and 16 secondary speed, I probably had at least 10 of them. And most of those I've, you know, already been working on slicing up. Uh, I've, I mean, that's pretty much where most of my slicing has been going is to those, those mods that were blue that had those good speed secondaries. And I've had a couple yeah. turn out really, really well, which has been quite nice. I've had some beautiful tenacity rolls. I've heard of. There's a lot of beautiful tenacity mods. I've oh seen. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just we just started a Discord server for us, and and we have a, a channel in there called the Shame and Glory, and people are posting <laughs> tenacity mods with like 9.8 percent tenacity on them, like lots. Oh <laughs> so, wow, yeah, man, not and, lots. There's two. <laughs> tenacity is kind of underrated. Um, <laughs> I, I've actually do what. Oh, sorry, no, uh, I was talking to Gilmore. Oh. was laughing at me. <laughs> um, my Darth Nihilus, I have like 140-something percent tenacity on. It makes him so good, especially when you're fighting other Darth Nihiluses, just because, you know, the lack of debuffs. So there are a lot of times, even if the other Darth Nihilus goes first, where he's not increasing the cooldowns on mine, it's been super helpful. Well, that's becoming a real, real popular build now especially if you get one of those six e uh, uh the cross tenacity primaries it's a ton of tenacity and just especially you're going against all these these uh these nests right yeah. if nest misses that days on nihilus that can turn the whole the, the whole battle you know like you could, that could be win or lose just the first move if nest missed that days nihilus comes in drains the cooldowns you know you're 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 in a pickle yeah <laughs> so it was really nice to see all of the bonuses come into effect too. Just like just passively the the set bonuses. My my magma trooper went to over a hundred percent tenacity and he was at eighty percent. I think is that right? But oh, yeah, yeah, it was you know just like a lot of a lot of tunes just got an overnight little little buff. Yeah, and I mean tenacity is one of those ones that really did give significant boost. It's kind of you know, it's become so easy to add tenacity that if you have one of those characters, you know, like Old Ben, like Nest, where you really need uh, need those debuffs to land, you, you almost kind of need to go with potency, you know, if people are modding their teams accordingly, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, lo I love, I love, I think potency and tenacity mods. It's I spend a lot of time kind of poking around with those, and I, I think the next thing I'm going to do after this nest build is make a really tenacious scion just to to have that protect him from from magma trooper. You know, oh, to yeah. you know, yeah. I think that's going to be my next next build. That's a good idea. Yeah, <laughs> my uh, scion I have kind of built up for crit damage as well as speed and health in a way um i have a uh actually I have a defense set with a health set on him and then a broken mm -hmm. set on the other but he's got uh just over fifty-one thousand health and 273 speed and he is 
Oh, he is <laughs> so awesome. <laughs> How much protection does he have? Do you know off the top? Um, let's see. He has 40,000 protection. I, I didn't really care about protection on him just because, you know, he can't recover it. And, uh, you know, he has an ability that gives himself 100% health. So just loaded him up on health. Uh, Vist- yeah, that's going to be nasty. Vistara Kai asked in the live chat, why not go offense on Scion? Well, I wish I could, but I don't. So my offense mods kind of suck, and it's kind of frustrating. Uh, the only good offense that I have is on Treya, uh, not Scion. So at some point, I'm going to have to get another good offense set just to kind of be able to, you know, make Scion uh a little bit more dangerous, but as of now, I just kind of make him annoying to deal with. Yeah, see, I went the opposite. I went the hit like a like a freight train <laughs> scion, just like completely neglecting like health and protection, just going offense, crit chance, crit damage, and he hits hard. <laughs> it's just yeah. like he, he gets that held by hatred. He's critting for seventy five k. It's like Whoa. yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's nice. Yeah, that's one touch to anyone on my Magma team, and it's probably a one-shot. I don't think anybody has <laughs> 75k health and protection on my Magma team. Yeah. Oh, he's he's nasty. I'm, I love Sion. He's one of my favorite characters in the game. Yeah, he is super fun, for sure. Uh, what leader are you using with him? Oh, Treya. <laughs> I don't have anything exciting to share there. Treya, yeah. Nihilus, Sion, Thrawn, Nest. Nice. Yeah, that's a pretty common team. I've been using the Emperor yeah. Palpatine lead with Sion, Treya, Darth Nihilus, and Thrawn. And, you know, it it works really, really well, uh, you know, against all the Treya leads. I mean, I pretty much auto all of them, but the Jedi teams are a little bit more frustrating. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, with, your, with your EP lead or your Treya lead? Sorry. Yeah, EP lead. Yeah, lots, lots and lots of fun. What what team are you using in Arena currently? I I'll use Bastil whenever I can. So if it's ever an EP lead, I'll I'll bring her bring her out, and then I use uh, EP lead to climb, and then I'll put Treya in once I once I get up to the top. It's I find it's easier to go EP versus versus Treya lead. Uh, you just get that all that turn meter bonus and and. Yeah, it works really well with them shedding all of their buffs on the other side. So it's, I find that to be a lot easier. And then when I get up, then I'll then I'll go uh, go Treyas just to deter people from from hitting me because it's so yeah. fun to go Bastila versus EP. <laughs> yeah, Bastila might be like one of the most fun teams in the game. I, I'm not sure why it's so much fun, but it is just awesome. It's just such a different. Uh, just the way the team works is so much different than any other team. And the way you mod them is quite a bit different than a lot of other teams. Yeah, I just finished that team. I'm kind of struggling with which direction to go mod-wise. It's oh. not, not 100% how yeah. to do it yet. Health and offense, do I do? You know, I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't know. I'm leaning towards health and offense. Yeah, I, that's, I, get, I, I think that's definitely a way to go. Just it's kidding. just so exciting. That team is so exciting with like everybody else on the team is like whatever, but Grandmaster Yoda 
is just so delicious. Like just to see, like I've had him one shot Treya and one shot Palpatine, like off the start. It's like, it's just so exciting. It doesn't happen every time, but like maybe once every 20 battles and just like, boom, they're gone. It's maybe when I've fallen a little bit and they're not modded as well, but it's, it's, it's kind of like a, it's like a, feels like a gambler's team, you know, just like all of a sudden you win. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that's definitely true. And, uh, so, uh, actually saw an argument on reddit or not really an argument it was more of a comment that i don't think a lot of people think about with grandmaster yoda i see like a lot of people that still use speed sets on him and i'm not sure if people realize he gains turn meter with every single ability so like adding a speed set on him kind of has diminishing returns on it when he's gaining that much turn meter you're losing a little bit of that usability of that speed except for that very first turn. But if you're using like an offense set, uh, preferably, or maybe a crit damage set on uh, Grandmaster Yoda, then, you know, because he's going more often, you're doing more damage. So that actually has a pretty positive benefit to go with that. Um, See, he's the he's the one I'm struggling with the most. Like, I, I'm, I'm having to run like three crit chance sets on him to get his crit chance hide off. And it's just like neglecting other yeah. stats. Like I can't getting crit his crit chance on a special is so low. Yeah, because so hard to get up there. It's just yeah, all those characters with special damage at crit chance is so low. It's it's really hard to you know climb out of that to make it viable enough to actually use it. Um, uh, I'm actually kind of glad you mentioned that because I actually did a chart that I posted that's actually on our website about, um, you know, just the crossovers on crit chance and stuff. Uh, and I, I was kind of, um, I thought it was kind of interesting the way that, uh, let's see, just the way the crossover points on, you know, crit chance and everything works with the set bonuses of crit damage and offense. Offense is significantly better than it was. I'm, I've actually been quite surprised with how much better it is. Let's see. What is it like? Uh, this scenario is best to use crit chance. This is when you start using offense. This is when you go to crit damage type of yes. chart. Perfect. Yeah. So, so what you're saying, what you're what you're saying is that I am modding my Grandmaster Yoda incorrectly in a very nice way. Um, I'm not saying you're doing it incorrectly. I'm <laughs> yeah. saying it's not the way I would do it. Um, okay. So well, that's the way you that's the way you have to do it if you're going up against a Treya lead, right? We were doing that Bastila lead team with Grandmaster Yoda in order yes. to get a crit off on them. You have to have like super high crit chance on Grandmaster Yoda. But I just I just have a crit fast ish crit damage set but yeah i think you're right i think i could probably move some of that off of him like if if grandmaster yoda is gonna die he's gonna die like there's nothing you can do there's no protection you can give him like he's just once he gets down to the bonus protection being off he's so so squishy so you know it's just you know that's that that's why he's so good to load up health with like you know if you slice a health primary up to six star he gets a significant boost especially under bastila lead because it's basically tripling his health pool in a way um you know because that 200 percent so you know like going from 5.88 percent to 16 percent is almost like 
adding 30% overall survivability to Grandmaster Yoda. And, uh, yeah, it, it, he obviously needs it because he is unbelievably squishy, even if he's completely maxed. Just so easy to kill. Um, so those of you in the live stream, uh, you can see the chart that I have pulled up. And if you're listening to it on the podcast, you can go to shadowrower.com slash mods and you'll be able to see the chart. I, yeah, the chart I'm talking about. So I actually used my resistance trooper specifically for this chart just to get an idea and a reference. And so I've got four lines on there. And the four lines are basically a crit damage set with a crit damage primary, a crit damage set with an offense primary on the triangle, an offense set with a crit damage primary, and then an offense set with an offense primary as the triangle. And you see where those four, uh, you know, just the average damage per attack, you know, based on the various crit chance. So you can kind of look at your crit chance and see where that crossover point is. And of course, against Treya, you basically have to knock off 40% right off the top and to kind of see where you're at. And that's part of the problem with Grandmaster Yoda is even if you get him to 40% crit chance, he's still probably not going to ever crit because his crit chance is going to be so low against those Treya leads. And that's why like an offense set with an offense primary is pretty good for him if you're facing those teams because if you put crit damage on there, it's almost kind of a waste because it's never going to crit unless there's like a Thrawn or Nest on the team or something. And if there is a Nest, of course then you're probably better off still going with that crit damage just because, you know, you you almost have to one-shot or otherwise you're in trouble. Yeah, that's that team is, is challenging. I don't have my team modded for that, for Territory Wars, but it's uh, I should probably do that <laughs> and practice more. I just I have my Magma team for Territory Wars, and I just kind of have been doing really well for it. But if I miss that, if I whip on that, I don't really have a backup plan. <laughs> yeah, and the Magma I'm not like, I'm not like good, good on Maurice. I can't. Yeah, yeah, I'm really strong with uh, I'm strong with a with a force in the Magma, but uh, <laughs> but the Resistance team, I just I can't manage it. It's it, I don't know. I've I've I haven't spent a ton of time working on it, but it's just not my favorite team to run against Treya. Perhaps because it's so easy against everything else, and if you gotta you know mess up with Treya, that it's it's all downhill. I find Magma much more um much more control there. Yeah, but I'm not like good old Maurice. I can't take down four Treya teams in a TW. What's the oh, maximum wow. number of Treyas you've taken down in a TW? <laughs> good old Maurice. Probably four, and it took pretty much every character in my roster. <laughs> That's were, still I, pretty I good, though. <laughs> <laughs> trying to trying to take out one character, <laughs> just like <laughs> man. Sometimes you got to take I've them got, out I've like got that. Probably two. Yeah, just you know, we're a global guild, so. You know, progress can be kind of slow at certain times of the day. You know, we have, like, dead zones, if you will, of, like, you know, of activity. So if I'm on, I do try to kind of speed it up. So get through that zone, get to the next one as quick as possible. And yeah. I might not be able to hit it again, you know. So I might have to get up and go to work, and then I don't have a chance. So at least I used all my characters for some good, you know. Yeah, makes so. sense. Um, yeah. So what uh, – well – Actually, I'm going to go ahead and play this, and then we're going to talk about something real quick. 
strong with us, this update is, young Padawans. Alright, so, uh, I've got this kind of pulled up on the screen, or at least I'm trying to get it scaled onto the screen. There was an update today. It wasn't really an update. It was more like an announcement type update. <laughs> and uh, it has caused some controversy. And that is this little pixelated image of something that Crumb posted on the forums. Um, Reddit's going crazy. Everybody's going crazy. Uh, I remember... How long, how long has it been since they did this? Probably a year. They, they used to do this. Like, they would post these pixelated images, you know, just kind of as a hint as to something that might be coming or whatever. And they brought it back. So hopefully this is something we'll see in the future, you know, uh, start, and get, start getting hints, you know, whenever something may or may not be coming out. Uh, do you like them doing this sort of thing? Uh, <laughs> what do you think? I mean, it's fun. It's playful. Like it kind of reminds me that you know we're all playing a game here. Sometimes the announcements are very serious. So yeah, that's a good point. It's, you know, it's 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 fun, but it's you know the you know our Discord certainly blew up. Everybody was trying to figure it out. There's there's another image on Reddit where someone's like taking the resolution and mm -hmm. made something out of it, and you know I, I don't know. I think it's I think it's fun. Yes, yeah. I've seen a lot of those. I've seen like four or five different images of completely different characters that kind of have similar color profiles to this image. So I think that's that's been pretty cool. People are certainly uh, certainly doing their best to figure it out. <laughs> Chat's got some I just opened the there. post. <laughs> I just opened the post. And I'm about to go cross-eyed trying to look at it like a magic eye <laughs> painting from the 90s. <laughs> just like, what, what's just staring at it? Uh, yeah. I, I remember there was a time where they gave us like verbal clues. And literally like two or three of them in, the row, in, in a yeah. row is if you just typed into Google, it'd pull it right up. Like yeah. they were like super obvious tips. <laughs> you know, like literally like verbatim the first line of like the Wikipedia page. You know, like, wait a second. But this one, this one is not so obvious <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah. And I think this is probably good for the community. You know, it kind of uh, gives people something to chat about over the weekend and think about and try to take guesses as to what might be coming. So I think it's, you know, it's pretty cool that they did that. I wish they would do this a little bit more often. Hopefully this is a sign that, you know, they'll start doing that maybe going forward. All right. Uh, let's see. I am. Oh. Um, so, like I said, we were going to talk about a lot of mod stuff. We've already been talking about some, but I wanted to dig into it a little bit more and get y'all's opinion on it as well. Because uh, I know my thoughts have certainly changed to a decent degree since they first came out last week. However, uh, before we get there... We have got some stuff to give away, which is always fun. I know people like free stuff. Uh, so if this is your first time listening to the show or whatever, uh, every month we do giveaways. Uh, we actually give away $70 in gift cards every month, uh, a total of 40 to our Patreon supporters, and we give away another $30 gift card to a Twitch subber. So... Um, but this week we have 
another special thing that we're doing for Twitch subs that I actually announced on the Discord. So if you're not in our Discord, you didn't know about it. And if you're not, you need to go to discord.me slash order and join. But uh, first is our $30 Patreon gift card. And that, uh, that drawing went to Boba Finn. So Boba Finn, hit me up and I will get your information on that. Uh, just DM me your email address and what platform you play on and I'll get that sent out to you this weekend. Uh, the $10 gift card for Patreons goes to Loren Dethane. The $30 Twitch gift card goes to Quaid, Discord 3131. And our Blue Designs giveaway, which is actually changing. So historically, when we do the Blue Designs giveaway, it is a set of either Lola headphones or the Yeti mic like good old Maurice is using. However, they have changed things just a little bit and you have more options now. So this is actually really exciting. Uh, you get to choose between a Yeti microphone, the new Yeti Nano microphone, like you can see here on the live stream, the Lola headphones, a compass boom arm like I'm using, or the uh, Radius 3 shock mount, which is used for the Yeti and the Yeti Nano. So uh, that is super awesome. You have a little bit, uh, you know, a few more choices. And the winner for that is First Order Wookie. So hit me up and I'll get your information and get that sent over to our friends over at Blue Designs. And of course, if you need any products from Blue Designs, go to bluedesigns.com and use the promo code SOPOD and you can get 20% off of your order. All right. Are y'all ready to talk about some mods? Yes, sir. All right, so what has your strategy been as far as like primaries? Like wh where do you start when you've been thinking about what mods to slice and all of that? Ladies first. Oh uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> I'll go first, I don't care. Yeah, no, go ahead. Um, basically like earlier I mentioned I've been going, I've been finding the very best speed arrows I have and putting them on characters because no matter what strategy I ever decide to go with, I'm always going to need speed arrows. So I've kind of been finding my very best of those and working on those first while I kind of make a decision because you kind of need to pick a direction. Do you want to go speed sets? Do you want to go crit damage, crit chance? Do you want to go offense? You kind of need to pick and kind of build, you know, like a maximum set. Like if you want, if you're going to start an offense mod, you might as well build the whole set and, and have the strongest set imaginable for offense, you know? So that's what kind of what I've been doing Been slowly finding the very best mods for Scion. I've been doing it like individually, just, you know, I know what I want on Scion, like my triangle, I want crit damage. So I'm going through and rolling all the crit damage ones to one kind of starts going in my favor. Um, it's not probably the best strategy at all. <laughs> it is not the best advice, but that's, <laughs> That's what I've been doing. Just I like the speed arrows and the the health. I, I'm definitely favoring health over protection um, for the foreseeable future. Maybe if I'm running like a, a Kira team or, or or like another team like First Order that regenerates protection, yeah. I'm pretty much going to favor health over protection every time now. So like you mentioned earlier with Scion, um, putting a lot of health on him, I believe. So yeah. 
nice. Not a bad strategy. What is the uh, what's the best one that you've sliced up? Uh, speeder was. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Well, the one on Scion is pretty good. Uh, I think I got one with right around. Yeah, about th this one has three percent crit chance. It has some a lot of protection, which isn't favorable. But oh, here we go. I got the my my crit damage triangle on him. Uh, for Scion is a crit damage. It's forty-two percent crit damage, seventeen speed, a uh, one point two one offense, and ninety-six offense, and like nine hundred protection. So wow, that's a very good mod for yes, it is an offense. But that like I can you know using these these loadouts. I'm eventually going to have this set, and I'll be able to transfer it to Wampa for the raids or any sort of character that just needs tons and tons of offense. You know, like a Saj maybe um, would be a good candidate for this mod set in the future. So Nice. Not a bad idea. Hey, I, I will be – y'all keep talking, and I will be right back. Uh, sure. We can talk. <laughs> y'all don't worry about that. <laughs> so, T-Money. Uh, why don't you tell us about your strategy for mods? No, I want to ask you about speed arrows. It's just the it's the two speed. I mean, I know you're a speed junkie in arena and you want to have the fastest no. stuff, but no, two no, no. speed for the for the six E. Like I, I'm a firm believer in the six E for health and for defense. Once I figure that out, you know, I still have some work to do there. But I don't know for speed. It's not the two speed. It's just that I know that I'm always going to need a speed arrow on every character. It's just I, I'm, I'm thus far I'm kind of undecided. I'm very indecisive on what I want to focus on. I know I'm going to need those forever and ever. And it's not just the two speed. It's for all the stuff you just mentioned. You get all those secondary stats too. The, all the, the increases there. So I can get lots of health um, from you know taking up a speed arrow. I get you know was it ten percent offense? The offense is not that big of an increase, but all the uh, you mentioned tenacity earlier. I mean, if you get a speed arrow for Nihilus. Like we talked about, like you say, you get a speed set speed arrow, and then it, it rolls eight percent tenacity, you know, a thousand health, you know, just just a great mod, just lots of bonus stats, all all these secondary stats that you know everyone's just like speed 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 speed. It's these are these secondary stats do play a role as well, and uh, they're they're I don't know stuff like crit chance. Uh, crit chance really adds up, and there's a lot of parts of the raid where you really have to have crit chance. I can see two dog tails in the, in the camera right now. <laughs> two little hound, basset hounds or something yes. in there. Beagles, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, Beagles. That is Beagle Squadron. <laughs> I thought they wanted Thank to you. go outside, but no, they're just wrestling. So <laughs> I was running out of yeah, I'm, I'm glad you came back. Came back. I was just rambling. So I'm glad no, you came no, back. it's good. No, and I get that. And I think part of my perspective on this is because my speed arrows are not as great as my other mods. I have a lot of uh, like white speed arrows. Like I've rolled everything that I've gotten in, from the challenges. Uh, and so they're just, they're not as not as good as my other mods to begin with. Like I have, I, I just don't have as many, like I probably have, gosh, like like a little handful of gold ones and more purples and, and but the majority are probably white, you know? And that's yeah. with none of my other mods is it like that. Um, so well, don't actually, get me wrong like if i've got a blue mod and it's got 15 speed on it you better believe i've sliced that like I, i've tried <laughs> i've just failed and it's now a gold mod with 15 speed <laughs> you know but i mean yeah i have been doing that they just haven't had too much luck with the the lower tier stuff but you know i, I buy those 60 components every day from the guild store Absolutely. and once they get 20 i'm taking i'm taking something up you know, oh my lord yeah sorry sorry, sorry to interrupt 
I have nine speed and I have nine gold speed arrows, eight purple, uh, 14 blue, 20 green, and then like, I don't know, 50 white. So that's <laughs> probably where I'm coming from. They're just not yeah. as nice as yours. Well, and I mean, that's really not so bad, honestly, because this is something I figured out pretty quickly. I was remodding my Thrawn just to kind of maximize his health and protection. And I kind of started looking. I had a green mod, a green arrow, and it had defense. It had flat defense, defense percent, flat protection, and percentage protection. And I think I'm just going to slice that thing all the way up to gold because that is all of that stuff is such a huge benefit for Thrawn the way I use him, especially the protection since he recovers it. And, you know, I think looking at those secondary stats for your arrows, I think that is the one place where you can really kind of micromanage and get really specific to each character and get some pretty good value. Because I added a few thousand protection on my Thrawn just from using, you know, a green speed arrow that I had sitting around that I wasn't even using that actually benefited him more than the gold one that was on him. Yeah, I don't, I I'm not going to utilize the loadout much. Like, I I play kind of weird. Like, I, I develop <laughs> mod sets, like, specifically for characters. I do very, very little mod swapping. Like, if my Scion yeah. isn't fast enough for an arena, well, then I can't use Scion. I have to use somebody else. Like, I'm not, I don't... I don't adjust. I mean, I'm, I'm going to obviously add speed here, speed there, speed there, but I'm not going to yeah. completely redo a character just just to, I don't know, just, I don't, I don't know. I play weird. It's, it's hard to explain. It's You're an old man. <laughs> You're an old man. I mean, that's... That's what much, so I just build them and stick them. Yeah, and that's understandable. I mean, I can't blame you. Uh, the nice thing about mod sets is that you can move your arena set to a different character, but then you still have that empty hole in that character that was on your arena that you stopped to go back and fill. And, um, you know, until there's like a way that we kind of have like a default setting for all of your mods or something along those lines, I'm kind of with you there. It's I kind of have a similar strategy. And that I really do. I, I hate changing my arena team just because it becomes so frustrating to try and get those mods all switched back around to where you have those teams ready for Territory War whenever that comes up. Um, like, like, you know, we, we do have a stream and we have a YouTube channel. It's just... And I don't really have the best advice to give newer players in this department. And I feel, yeah, I feel like I'm, I don't know. I feel like I'm being disappointing. Like I, I'd love to give great advice for newer players. I just don't, I don't really have it. And I, I don't know. It kind of upsets me. <laughs> so, well, I mean, this is more just everyone's strategy because everyone has such different strategy. You know, um, I kind of have my theory on the, the way that I want to do mods and the way that, I want to kind of level them up what I'm looking for, you know, and I made a video and put that up on our YouTube channel, you know, kind of detailing my strategy for it. And I've talked to a lot of people that have completely different strategy. Like I know a lot of people that are entirely going about just getting mods from five star to six star. And that has not been my focus. Um, I'm sitting like the, uh, the 20 gold they're required to take the mod up. I think I've got 60 of those now. Um, it's just, it takes so long to get the other stuff. I'm kind of behind on them. I'm probably about to go through a run of getting some of those up. But um, 
No, that, that's smart, man. Saving those is not a bad idea at all. Then you can really find, you know, you, you don't want to take one up to 6C then just like browse around your inventory a week from now and be like, oh, wow, I completely missed this mod. So you can yeah. you really want to be choosy with these ones that you select, right? Like you can't, like, it doesn't matter how long you play this game. We're only going to get, what, three a week max if you want to buy two from the the shipments and you pr probably get one, maybe two at a guild. Have you, have you looked into that? Do you know how many you can get? Um, like, you know, the little three packs in the guild store. Can you get two full power modulators a week from the guild store? If you buy every time, um, let's see. I, I don't you know can myself. get three, probably you can get so, yes. 12 a day. So 70, 84, oh, so you, get, you can get 84, you get three or four per yeah. week. So, yeah. And, um, the, I did some math on it based on what I think the drop rate is on the the salvage part required for those. I think you get approximately 84 salvage per day. So you can definitely do enough to do 84 per week if you're doing all the 50, all the 100 crystal refreshes on the slicing material and, you know, uh, do, say... I, I know those 100 pieces to... To take them to 60, that takes um, two, maybe three days. It took me, I think, two days with three refreshes to get the 50 and 50. So that's a lengthy process in itself. Yeah. It should take about, a, you know, a day and 20% of another day, roughly. Uh, you know. I, oh, now you got me all optimistic. <laughs> yeah. Go free. Uh, <laughs> all right. that, that's if you're doing all the 50s and all the 100 crystal refreshes and figuring the free energy and all that into it. I think that's based on about a 120% drop rate, which is about what I've been getting. I don't know if y'all have trapped drop rates on that at all. Have you? Yeah, no, that's about, I mean, it's, if I do 20 Sims, I'd never get less. Probably. I don't think I've gotten less than 20 yet. Yeah. So, I mean, somewhere around there. Cool. Um, so are, are there like certain secondaries that you kind of focus on? Like when you're slicing, um, I mean, obviously speed's going to be such a huge consideration, but, you know, are there like any secondaries that you prefer slicing up to six star just because of that bonus that they get? Health. Yeah. Health percentage. Health gets a pretty significant boost. Yeah, it does. Uh, was it? I, I think the multiplier on that's 1.84, so it's an 84% increase somewhere around there. 84, 86, something like that. Yeah. Defense looks good, but I haven't really tested. I mean, we haven't had time really to really put defense to the test yet. I mean, this update just came out last week, right? So, I mean, you're really going to have it's going to take hundreds of arena battles and testing and all this to really see the impact, at least for me, what defense does, unless you've already done that math. I haven't. Um, ah. Uh, I, I, I wish, yeah, feel free to do that and let me know how that goes. Um, it's, <laughs> I saw someone else, I, I think Warrior did a video about that, if I remember correctly, just kind of on, you know, I, I think his was more about what characters benefit most from defense, but there are, you know, such. I guess defense set bonuses, defense primaries got such a big boost. Um, I really have not dug into exactly how beneficial that is. I know that is going to diminish how useful the secondaries are if that's something you're focusing on, just because you're getting so much more with the, uh, you know, with the set bonuses and everything. Right. So, uh, yeah, I'm not exactly sure how all that factors in. And honestly, it gets kind of 
kind of difficult to figure out how useful defense is versus offense versus health and all that, especially like in arena matches. Uh, you know, it can get pretty complicated because there's so much different math going on pretty quickly. But, you know, if you're just setting up for like a raid, for example, it's pretty straightforward. I mean, just because, you know, the enemy is a constant. So you kind of you kind of know what to expect there. Um, mm -hmm. For me, I've been I've been focusing mainly on speed. I'm kind of I'm sorting by speed and going down the list just to take my my very my my best speed mods down but when i'm building out a particular character i'll 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 sort by my best uh, you know for nest it was you know my best uh flat health uh secondaries okay and then and then you know hoping at, with with speed on them with decent speed on them and then and then you know hoping for the best there uh, on on health sets, so kind of matching up, you know, matching up the set to the secondary, to the I mean, to the primary, which is which is rare. But, but um, I have, I think I have odd that where I have secondaries and primaries set. So I'm yeah. going for that, or matching protection with health, health mods, that sort of thing. But I'm just building out one character. I've been building out. I've been doing my speed mods, and then kind of when I when I get bored of that or disappointed in that, I'll just go and choose a character to work on. I think I think the next one. What I say, I think I, I might work on Sion, but I think I'm gonna work. I really want to work on Crew. I like modding Crew, and I think I might change yeah. up his his uh his his mods a bit. He's really um, tanky with the health right now. I think I've got him at about 41. Actually, he's I haven't looked at him. He's probably higher with the bonus now see what uh so what all characters have you built out completely are there any that you're finished with besides nest um just nest yeah i it's the health that i'm really looking for yeah i've got he went up to 43 i think i had him at 39 before just with the extra bonus 43 health um 51 protection <clears throat> but I'll, I'll build him out and bear us out just those support characters where their mods are so, so important. You know, I think a lot of characters, uh, you know, will they depend on speed, but there's that select few that are just so, so, so great when you have them well modded for, for protection or health or, or, or what have health is particularly, I'm excited about that. <laughs> yeah. I got to finish health and then figure out defense and see, see who's great. Yeah. The video by warrior listed Holdo as the top uh, tune that benefits from, from defense. Actually it's, that's kind of yeah. strange and exciting. Good old Maurice isn't like that. He's got a, he's, <laughs> well, maybe he I can he use doesn't... her now. Yeah. She's she's been a favorite of mine for quite a while. I think she's so awesome in a resistance team. I think she's highly underrated. Uh, a lot of fun. I just got her to seven star here pretty recently, so I may need to finish her to gear twelve and just see what I can do with her in a resistance team. Just you know because, um, pretty fun. <clears throat> she's one of those. <clears throat> pardon me. She's one of those tunes that you can use at such low gear. You know, on offense. It's so it, she's she's so fun to go on go on offense in territory wars and bring her in at gear seven just for her AOE, and oh, yeah. uh, you know, and 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 have her days a days a crew team and 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 off you go with it. I, I love those. I love finding those characters that you can use at you know very very low gear. It's it's. Just, I feel like I win. Stubborn. Yeah, especially yes. a, <laughs> especially a character that has just such a good ability like Holdo like AOE days. 
How is that not absolutely amazing? I mean, Nest, Wampa, Holdo, all three of those have the AoE days, and it's just, it's so good. I just, I love that ability. Mm-hmm. Low Gray has AoE days. Oh, that's right, he does. I knew there was one I was forgetting, yep. And and the Ewoks are still bad. I don't get it. Oh, they're awful. The low grade cool. Ewoks are bad? What are you guys talking about? Ewoks are our bread and butter for territory wars. I, I partly they said be- that I'm for not- Goodnight Punk because be- he just finished getting oh. his figure 12. <laughs> okay, sorry. <laughs> yeah. I did. S- I don't I- have mine. I don't have mine, but the the guys are like, yeah, they, they win. Like, go make things disappear with your Ewoks and off they go. <laughs> yeah, they're. I, no I mean, they're kind of interesting, I suppose. I, I really haven't dug into them too much, but uh, you know, Goodnight Punk just finished his up, and I saw a video—not video, a screenshot of an Ewok team that had like 13 defenses in this last territory war or something. I was like, that's pretty impressive. Like, they're probably down to the bottom of the barrel, but pretty impressive, nonetheless. So, pretty cool. Um, let's see. So, as far as mods, uh, I know you said you're kind of focusing on set bonuses to some degree. What what set bonuses do you think have like the most overlap for? You know, crit crit damage is obviously the best set bonus for like the raids especially characters like uh you know resistance teams that pretty much have a 100% crit chance or first order that do they get advantage um you know and then you have health that it's that's so beneficial to other characters uh what if like have you been focusing I guess Timo you kind of said that you're focusing on specific characters are you trying to focus on characters that have a lot of overlap on those set bonuses that are good for them with you know other characters what what do you mean overlap with other like ones that'll apply to like lots of different yeah they can move around or yeah Yeah. yeah. um i i territory wars is is life and 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 so that's kind of that's where my focus is so i'm just moving down like the most important territory wars characters and and doing yeah and kind of modding like that there's not a lot that really needs to be moved around you know if i was a you know if i was a little more uh what's the word if i cared more i guess <laughs> i might you know good old marie says is thrown slow in arena and so i would you know do things like move my mods to make you know my arena thrown better than uh, uh slower than my uh, territory wars thrown and that sort of thing like I, I might do that for the loadouts i just I just started building my loadouts today, so I'll kind of see what I'll move around. I would definitely like to do, uh, you know, to go into a raid and to get a really good score. I think my max score so far is, you know, like 11 million. And I just, that was like quite some time ago. And I I just, I I gave up on moving mods. And so I'd really like to go and give it a good old college try. Uh, I have a lot of great teams. I just don't have, um, I just haven't been modding them properly. So, you know, if you're not piling on the health and P1 or, you know, making sure everybody has the proper mods for, for Night Sisters and P3 or 4, then 
then uh, it's it's disappointing and difficult. And so I just kind of, you know, I haven't been I haven't been rating, you know, a lot lately uh, because of that. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited to raid more. And so, yeah, I'll build out, you know, some solid uh, critical damage sets that can be like fast ones that can be moved around from uh, Grandmaster Yoda back to Ray and, and uh, you know, with, with lots of health and just trying to, there's a lot of characters that certainly do overlap in the raids. Yep. So trying to just, you know, make those, make those sets and organize a little bit, take a little time to organize. Not a bad strategy. Um, uh, so we had Heroic Sith today, and uh, I used my Boba Fett lead with Wampa team in Phase 2. And uh, th this was the first time I used my two six-star mods on Wampa, you know, and tried to boost his health as much as possible since his, you know, since uh, bonus protection is based on health. And, you know, he gets the extra 20% crit chance and the 50% offense up. And, oh my god, he is so much better with all that extra health. Mm. It's just, it takes a couple more attacks from Scion to break through the protection up. You know, so he just has the, uh, um, you know, counter chance and the offense up that much longer. And, you know, the longer that his protection up lasts gives Thrawn a better chance to swap TM with him and give him back all that bonus protection. Uh, so that has been really effective and quite nice. My Wampa was quite happy today. I have a question actually about how, if you guys know how that works with the bonus protection, like uh, it seems um, like it's, buggy <laughs> to have you know to be able to heal someone heal someone's protection you know with her hermit Yamada on a bastila team and have that bonus protection fill back up again it feels like i always kind of you know like shh it's too good to be true uh yeah yeah I don't, I, it doesn't I, feel like it should be doing that but i guess it has i'm I guess not how, how exactly works. sure how that's why i use canids well there you go oh that's why i use canon for the bonus protection that he's always given protection up. He gives protection yep. up, and so does Grandmaster Yoda. Uh, yeah. Um, but as far as that, actually how it heals up, I'm not sure. I know how it works. The interaction between Thrawn and Wampa, because of my Phase Two team, and I'm very familiar with just how that entire team works. But you know, the forty percent protection recovery that Thrawn offers, that applies to the protection up. So whenever I do that turn mirror swap with Wampa. He gets that protection up refilled. Uh, as far as the Bessel Sean team, I honestly do not know. I really haven't paid that much attention or really dug into it all that much. Mainly because they kind of keep it around anyway, you know, just with Grandmaster Yoda and the way the team works. And like you were saying, why don't you tell everyone about your, uh, you know, using Kanan on that team? Because that's something that. I don't think I've ever seen an arena or even territory war is Kanan being used with Basil Sean. Well, well, Kanan just basically, like I mentioned earlier, I like to keep my old bin just for emergencies and TW. I know it sounds kind of silly. I might be neglecting the team. Old bin could very well be the better case, but I, I like Kanan. Um, he's very tanky and he counters in a TW environment. If you pay, you know, you, you place your Basil on defense it's highly unlikely somebody's going to bring their Treya team in there. So you're, you're hitting Kanan, and he's a tank, so he starts 
you know, with a taunt, with that Basil Zeta. He's going to start with a taunt. So everyone's attacking him. He's countering. He's putting offense down and just kind of keeping, just prolonging that protection up. Um, Kanan himself gives protection up. Whether or not that pairs into Basil's lead, I, I really am unsure. That just, that that was a bonus. I'd like to think that it does. I don't know. I don't have any sort of information. I, I don't know if it does indeed work that way, but you think it would. You know, the, the, the ability reads when characters have protection up, you know, they receive all the tenacity and stuff. I'm, I'm unsure. If somebody's in the chat does know that for sure, I'd love to know like a concrete answer on that because it is difficult to, to, to tell, but like you mentioned, because that protection just sits there and sits there and sits there. It's hard to tell with the purple bars, but I decide he hits pretty hard. He's got really high crit chance. Um, and he even has like passive crit chance in his kit. So yeah, 70% off his unique. And that Zeta, the Zeta is definitely not required by any means, but oh. I did put it on there and it has saved me a couple times. Kanan will, will pop his, his um, cleanse. And, it, and since Ezra on my team is also Phoenix, it will remove the debuffs from Ezra. And, you know, that sometimes that can be a stun, that can be a shock, that can be a daze, it can be all sorts of stuff. Because if you get dazed on Ezra, his assist move is no good because he's not going to he's not gonna assist, right? So keeping debuffs off Ezra is definitely helpful for the team. So For sure. Uh, so Kanan's Zeta ability is to spell all debuffs on Phoenix allies and grant them defense up for three turns, grant Kanan and target ally foresight for two turns, and when each of these foresight expire, Kanan gains 100% turn meter, and the other Phoenix allies gain 50% turn meter. So, it definitely adds a lot of turn meter gains, especially if you have one or two Phoenix. But, yeah, like you were saying, he is uh, his kit certainly favors towards being used with Jedi, especially with that Basil Sean lead. That's pretty interesting. He is not fun to gear. Like, no, if if you oh, guys yeah. have limited resources and you have a GP under, I don't know, 2 million, there's really no reason you should be considering Kanan, A, for the gear. It's atrocious. He's one of the probably 10 or 15 worst characters in the gear to game. Or, yeah, characters in the game to gear. And then also the Zeta. So, I mean, that's it's a very in-game type character, unless you run Phoenix. If you really like the Phoenix, then by all means, you probably have to have that Zeta. But, um, yeah, good character. Um, let's see. Uh, so his basic ability, uh, gains 15% crit chance for each ally under full health. So oh, we're just diving right into Kanan. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I okay. mean, we've, I figured we might as well. Um, so most of your characters on a, uh, you know, a Basilishan team's gonna stay above hundred uh, percent turn meter mo or not turn meter over hundred percent health most of the time. But you know, like I said, that 70% counter chance and that 25% health steal or health recovery is yeah. pretty, pretty interesting. Uh, uh, yeah, I, I kind of want to test him now because I, like I said, I really hadn't thought about it and you know, he has, uh, he also has the targeted D spell, which is, obviously quite nice especially if you have like a uh you know uh who say ezra for example because i feel like he's always the one that loses his bonus protection first and gets debuffed um you know that can get rid of those debuffs it's pretty interesting uh have y'all done any videos using kanan any no, of those teams 
No, <laughs> no. I mean, it's just a pretty standard yeah. Basla team. I, I just built my Basla team. I don't think people watching me fail with Basla is going to be very compelling. Because I, <laughs> well, I, I, yeah. have you played her yet? Like you can't fail with her. It's such an easy team to work. That's why I was so I felt so dirty about putting all these Zetas on. Like, it's such a <laughs> dirty boring team to me i just don't like it it's just required unfortunately it's just... all you jedi fans out there make sure you turn tune into our channel no 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 you jedi fans should rejoice and just you know uh. you just scream to the mountaintop like that's is awesome you guys put in all that work for your jedi characters and they've just sat there behind poor qui-gon Jin for way too long no kidding so you guys enjoy Enjoy this time. You've been waiting three years for this moment. You you take it and you enjoy every moment of it. Because <laughs> they have been awful. Yeah, <laughs> for they so have. Long. And it's amazing how good Basla is. I, you know, I see a lot of teams in my arena using like uh, Thrawn and Darth Nihilus with uh, Basla, Sean, Grandmaster Yoda, and like Old Ben. And those teams are actually pretty pretty good there have been a couple times where i got into some issues with them and almost lost uh you know even on offense and like i said the team that i use like trail leads i auto and generally don't ever think about it but sometimes those special sean teams i have to be a little bit uh particular about how i attack them absolutely i, I caught myself the other day i was like uh oh <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> like, oh, there's this one team in particular that I'm actually playing in an arena right now. That's, uh, it's just modded in this particular way. I think it's just got a lot of, a lot of offense happening. And and uh, if they, if Scion gets off his AOE too many times, he can just chip away at everybody, and then, you know, and then they'll, then they'll go if they lose that protection. Yeah. I'm uh, just running an arena just to see if I can uh, see a, a difference in, uh, in the protection like how much they heal in protection uh before and after they have their their bonus protection gone Let's see if we can figure that out on the stream oh nice i like it um so i was uh i've been debating uh, to i should have enough to slice another mod to from five star to six star tomorrow and i'm trying to decide what mod i want to do and i was kind of looking so my Initial impression and initial theory was, for the most part, speed arrows are probably not a great investment. Uh, just in general return on investment, just because it only adds two additional speed. And if you slice any other mod that has secondary speed, you're going to gain one speed. So you're only getting one speed benefit. So basically, this entirely comes down to secondaries, except if you slice something else, you know you're getting that big increase in primary stats. But I have this uh, I have this arrow that is offense set and it has 1.12% offense uh, you know at 5 stars. So wherever that gets tripled, you know, I'm roughly at 3.4% offense. Plus it has flat offense and some defense percentage and some flat health. And I was looking at that mod, and I'm just like, you know, I kind of think that's going to be the next mod that I do, just because, you know, if I'm basically getting the same percentage increase in offense, you know, by doing that mod as I would an offense secondary, I think that's probably a pretty good investment, because, like, 
you know, I'm never not going to need a speed arrow. Um, so, I, mm-hmm. you, you know, last week I kind of mentioned <laughs> how I was going to avoid those, and now I'm talking about doing one. So, well, you're going to need them. You're going to need them for your pilots. And we'll, w- there should be, I mean, That's you might point. have a great, maybe there's a small, there was, this, I don't know, there's a small chance you might be able to use like an offense primary arrow, but for the most part, the first 30 arrows you take to 60 over the next, you know, decade, are they're going to be speed arrows, right? I mean, they're, but you're going to need them for your pilots for sure. And that's a really good point. So that's something we hadn't even discussed on our show yet is, is what that does to speed of your pilots. And uh, from all the ones that I've tested so far, it seems to be basically two six stop mods increases a ship speed by one. So if you have all six stop mods on a pilot, you will gain three additional speed. And for capital ships, that is massive. Um, Indeed. So I've kind of been thinking about actually doing that with my Grand Admiral Thrawn just because, you know, I'm using him in my arena team. So he's obviously getting the benefit. Plus, uh, you know, I'm using Tarkin currently in fleet, but I could go back to Thrawn and that would probably be more beneficial. You know, if I have a Thrawn that's always going before the other Thrawn, that would be really useful. And if you're struggling in your fleet arena, that could be a really good way to get an advantage, uh, you know, if you're struggling at all. Because so, so many battles just come to the flip of a coin on whose capital ship gets to go first. Well, it does. I mean, you can utilize the mod loader just for that alone. Just, you know, That's have your arena point. team. And we're, we're talking months from now. No, clearly nobody has you know, a whole arena team worth yeah. of six E's yet. So, but eventually you can just basically make your arena climb, hope there's nobody in your payout an hour after you, <laughs> just swap all your mods over to your fleet, uh, your fleet, and then just and then take them right back. You know, it's, it's a way to utilize your mod loadouts and, and get the most out of the six E's that you do, you have invested in, whatever they are. Yeah. Um, get both arena. Because like you said, even one speed, even on the capital ships and like a crew, on a TIE fighter pilot, on oh, yeah. um, any character. I mean, any meta ship, if you, if your ship is one speed faster than the other, that's a huge advantage. Oh, uh, so what fleets are you guys using in arena? Geos. Yeah. <laughs> we both use the geos. Oh, do you? I actually yeah. just switched to them yesterday before I was using, uh, Vader, Biggs, Scarf Rebel, Pathfinder, and then had Phantom, and um, Phantom and Sunfog as my first two reinforcements, and I love uh, that U-wing, that Vista and Scarecrow. Pa- I love that ship. So good, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Finally, someone else that agrees. I've been telling people <laughs> forever, like it is that so was, awesome. That was the I'll leave you guys first alone ship. For a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> that was the first ship I did. I just. I blew all of my Omegas and everything I'd accumulated just instantly yep. on Biston. Just, <laughs> I love that ship. Yep. But you really, the unfortunate part is, like, we could sit here and talk about how awesome it is, but you really have to gear Scarecrow Pathfinder to get the most out of that ship, and he is tough he to is. get there. He takes a lot of carbonis. Yep. He has but, to be gear 11 because you absolutely have yes. to Omega that ability on him for that ship to be worth a crap at all. And once you get it there, though, it's so good, especially with bigs. And a lot of times I can still beat maxed bugs, but it is pretty RNG dependent. Like if they get a couple 
you, you know, if the RNG lands right for them and they get the assists, I mean, the, y you can't do anything. So that's kind of why I switched to bugs just to see how that does. But a lot of my arena is switching over to using cruise uh, silencer with TIE Fighter Pilot and uh, Sunfock, I think. And then there, there's like a couple of variations of that team that have the silencer in it. And those, you know, that team actually combats the bugs really well. So I'm hoping that everybody goes to that because my U-Wing team will wreck that team without any issue whatsoever. So I'm kind of hoping that the meta shifts away from the bugs, but who knows? Awesome. There are now two of us that love the Bistas U-Wing in the entire community. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. I just found a buddy. <laughs> All right. Yeah, no okay. one else wants to get on board with it. I, I don't get well, it. No one else wants to Pathfinder. It's, it's... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I, I, I have to admit, I feel really dirty that I have a Gear 12 Biston. Um... I do too, man. I do too. <laughs> I, I've been desperately trying to find a home for him. It's just... <laughs> it's hard to find. You really got to gotta put, like... Oh, he's bad. He's just not usable right now in this meta. I used him long ago, but yeah, not anymore. So, mine is... Uh, yeah, he's gear 12, and I have two pieces on him. I have the armor plating, and I have a bayonet on him. Like, that's how far I've I, gone. Yeah, I've, I've got one piece on him. My, my Pathfinder's decked out, but I actually like Pathfinder. I, I use Pathfinder I, all the time. Piston, I, yeah, uh, I do too. Yeah, uh, Pathfinder is a very underrated character, in my opinion. Espe oh, boy. Especially with Hermit Yoda's Zeta. If you can get Scarecrow Pathfinder killed off and then bring him back, really fun. Yeah, I, I'm gonna I'm gonna put that Zeta on Hermit Yoda once I get Joe Lee. Uh, I do I think I need Joe Lee to really get the, at least a little more use than the Scarecrow. I don't know. I like that Hermit Yoda, the second one that refreshes cooldowns. I just don't have much of a supporting cast for it right now. And Joe Lee. So here's my argument for doing that Zeta. Um. If you use Hermit Yoda in more than one phase of the Heroic Sith Raid, you absolutely should spin that Zeta. Because whenever he escapes, that will mean everyone else has died, which means that he will be starting the next phase at 100% turn meter with all of his cooldowns reset. And it is such a game changer whenever you Ooh. go into that second phase. It is awesome. Hey, you, you might have sold me on the... Uh... Oh, go ahead, I'm sorry. <laughs> No, I was just going to say, it's easier to put him in stealth, too. I'm finding I'm just having trouble managing that a little bit, just making sure he's in stealth when everybody else is about to die. Yeah. So that he'll 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 escape instead of, you know, get hit. Yeah. You kind of need both Zetas on him, because the other Zeta, you know, it get, gives the protection recovery, but also gives him foresight, which is really big. You know, if, like, Darth Nihilus is about to do an AoE or something... You know, uh, him being able to avoid, that's really important. But yeah, God, I really, really love that Zeta. I think it's highly underrated. Mm. You might have sold me on it, man. I might have sold you on a six-dot speed arrow, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Uh, yeah, I, I think, uh, I do kind of think that six-dot speed arrow is probably going to be my next one that I slice. Oh, don't 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 blame me, though, if it, if it sucks. <laughs> well, see, and that's the nice thing about it. Like, I know what's going to happen. I, there's there's no question about how good it will be afterwards, unlike, you know, the advice that I've been giving, which is, you know, slice the blue mods that you've got. Well, 
75% of the time, it doesn't work out the way you want. Um, which, of course, is a- another reason to just factor in all secondaries, you know, whenever you're slicing mods, you know, look at... I, I always try... To sl- if I'm slicing a mod not to 6-star, you know, that's still going to be 5-star, I like to try to find two secondaries that I really like. That way, I'm much less likely to be completely disappointed. That's a very, very good point. Like, go after the mods with speed, crit chance, off, or whatever whatever you're looking for. Like, don't just roll a mod because it has speed on it. It's got, like, defense percentage, tenacity, and then, like, you know, some of, something else that doesn't really flow. Like an, yeah. offense, like an offense set with all defensive secondaries and speed. That's probably not the best mod in your whole inventory. Just, you know, I don't know. Yeah. I'm being very picky. For the first time ever in this game, I'm playing it way too conservative and safe with the mods like this is the first yeah. time i've ever played this game like that <laughs> but i don't know yeah i i like the micromanaging of the mods i love mods it's my favorite part of the game oh so. me too man me too i have a lot of fun with it i think we're in the minority there as well <laughs> but <laughs> yeah probably i don't know there's a lot of people that listen to our show that geek out on mods i, I feel like excellent we, we talk about that more than anything in our Discord. Uh, you know, it's it's always a lot of fun seeing uh, what people are coming up with and such. Pretty fun. I think it really sets. I think it really sets the game apart from you know apart from other games. I yeah. I was playing Marvel Strike Force really heavily, and then I I just quit. It just was very, you know, very two dimensional, and it just didn't have the, you know math i guess <laughs> you know yeah. it's, just, it's a very it's quite a simple game uh and you know the mod aspect is it just makes it so variable everybody's got a different team you're not going up against the exact same mm-hmm. team all the time even if it's the same compilation because you know all, all three of us have our scions modded completely differently and you're gonna have to approach that team differently as well you yeah. know you can't you're, you're not gonna be able to let good old maurice's scion take a hit you know whereas you're gonna have to you know kill yours <laughs> yeah. fast before it gets held by hatred up oh, you, you can take mine down that you can take mine out it's doable but don't let me go <laughs> yeah <know>. <laughs> um so what uh arbitrary mentions this in the live chat what do you think about the fact that six stop mods can only be equipped on gear 12 characters was this announced or was it not? I've heard both sides of it. I, I really didn't notice. It was so, definitely announced. <laughs> I, I did. I never saw an announcement for it. I only knew about it because someone else told me. Um, I people said there were announcements. I clearly just went right over it and missed it. But um, I know there's a lot of people think it's really stupid. And there's a lot of people who are totally okay with it. Because obviously to get to gear 12, your character doesn't just have to be 7 star. It has to have a lot of gear invested into it too. Um, you know, so that, I mean, that's obviously something to consider if you're, you know, uh, leveling or taking mods to 6 star is, you know, you may not be able to use it on a character that you've previously been using it on. With the exception Absolutely. of Treya, with the exception of Trey, I can't really think of a, a scenario where you wouldn't put a 6E mod on a gear 12 character. Like, if you don't have any gear 12 characters, you know, you probably need to be getting more mod depth than, than taking mods up to 6E, whether it be yeah. you farm them or buy them from the shipments or wait for these events to roll around. These 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 marquee events just dump tons of those blue mods in your lap, just dozens oh of them. Oh, my God, so, I mean, yes, they do. 
So, you know, I mean, you need to work on getting the depth. It just, I don't know. I, I didn't, I didn't have a problem with it at all, but there are others that strongly disagree with me. So, yeah, I, I think it just might be hard if you, if you're passively getting the, you know, rewards and building up those particular materials to be a player who's maybe at, you know, 2 million GP and you have the gear, I, I guess if you're at 2 million GP, you should have some gear 12 characters, certainly. But if you're at, you know, 1 million and you have the gear to take it up, then you're just kind of waiting and hoarding. And that I, I, I'm curious to talk to players who are at uh, different GPs than us just to see how that's working for them. If they're like, uh, it doesn't matter at all or um, yeah. or if it's, you know. You know, if you have a character that you love enough to put 60 mods on and you have other gear 12 characters, then, you know, why wouldn't you take it to, to gear 12 unless, I don't know, I guess characters like Finn or Poe who you don't really need at that at that gear level. Yeah. I guess there's a bunch of those. Sorry, I'm just thinking out loud here, but yeah. Um, And, I mean, that's, that's a good point. And also, like, marquee characters, uh, you know, this is kind of an, uh, mm. an incentive to purchase them if you know if you if you're planning on using them because you're not gonna be able to put the 60 mods on them and it kind of seems like that whole aspect of the mods 2.0 part so like there's two very different parts of it there's the uh the part that's for everybody which is like the set bonus increases and the way all that works which really changed the way uh, you know what mods are actually valuable and then you have the other side which is this is, it seems like the uh, six six E mods are geared a lot more towards end game characters, or not characters, end game players, and people kind of in, you know, that are probably what above, you know, 2 million GP, maybe, uh, maybe a little bit below that, but it is, it's definitely geared a lot more towards those people than it is the lower tier people. So, um, I mean, do y'all have, do y'all have an issue with it? Or, I mean, I, like I said, I, I, I'm fine with it. I, I don't particularly care one way or the other. I figured there would be some sort of stipulation. Um, I'm fine with it as long as it's not hindering players at, you know, newer players. Cause I, I do really, uh, support everything that they do to get new players farming faster. They're getting more shards. They're getting, you know, lots of stuff that we didn't get when we started the game. And it's, yeah. that does not feel unfair to me in any way. I would like this game to be sustainable. I've invested a heck of a lot of time and, um, and my own money into it. And so I'm a firm believer in, you know, in supporting new players to climb fast and to be competitive quickly. So as long as it's not hindering those players, I think, um, I don't know. It's just, it's forcing us to gear 12 stuff. Like they, they, they do that lots. Right. So yeah. it wasn't unexpected for me. I was just like, Oh, okay. You know, I tried to move one of my, one of my mods onto a character and I was like, why isn't it going? <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, Oh, read the yeah. text. Oh yeah. It's not a, it's not a gear 12. Yep. If they did not announce it, um, perhaps it would have been, nice to do so uh, i don't know if they did or not i've heard like you know you said off. you hadn't seen it so it would have been nice to have a little bit of notice um but it doesn't really personally it doesn't affect my personal account so it's it's tough like I, I don't have a problem with it but that's i don't know how it's affecting those that it does affect or if that makes any sense but <laughs> it, 
I, I definitely think it changes your gear management for those newer to mid-game players that, uh, you know, maybe they feel like they're better off just going getting a lot of characters to gear 11 so that they have a lot of viability versus spending all that extra gear in gear 11 to take them gear 12 just so they can use these mods. Well, at the end game, the Sith raid, TW, like you need gear 12 characters. So in a way, not being able to put these high-end mods on gear 11, gear 10 kind of forces your hand into making a decent decision long term. Like go ahead and finish that character you've started. And, you know, it does yeah. so cuz once you get up into the high levels of TW, if you have a roster full of gear 10 and gear 11s, you're going to have a real hard time getting offensive banners, you know, unless oh, yeah, you just sure. have crazy crazy mods. It's going to be difficult. So you do need gear 12. I don't That's a good point. It's something to think about. It's an interesting talking point for later, I guess. You know, and I'm actually glad you mentioned Territory War. And this kind of goes back to what we we're talking about with the six dot and the pilots and all of that stuff is uh, you you do get the uh, kind of the double return on investment for putting those six dot mods on your pilots. Like, say, Thrawn, for example, you know, if you're if you put his ship on defense, you you're getting an advantage twice from having 60 mods on him versus if you have 60 mods on like Scion where you're only getting that advantage one time. Oh yeah. Thrawn is definitely, if, if there's like a character that everyone should consider doing first, it's probably Thrawn. Yeah. yeah. Just, yeah, oh, just yeah. double yeah. whammy. Yep. He's yeah. He's pretty amazing in every aspect of the game. Pretty much. He's arguably the best character in the game. Still, even after all this time with all these new characters, he's right. He's not better than Trey, I guess, but you know, he's still in the mix. Yeah. Um, oh, this will be a fun question in the live chat. Uh, the one scar asks, any suggestions for the best Phoenix unique ability to Omega to help with Thrawn? Y'all have a suggestion for him? Uh, Chopper. Let me let me double check. Let me it's been a while since I've looked at him, but let me let me double check. Um, honestly, if you're struggling, you, know, you just pick maybe save your Omegas uh, for now. And if, if you can beat it, great. If you can't, then maybe consider what Omega helps you. The, you they're all helpful. And it's actually, on, that's, I think the event's on right now. The event's on right now? Uh, yes. I, I, think, I think it comes up soon, yes. I, I think it's already... The Thrawn yeah, event's already right going uh, for people that don't have them. And then the... Uh, the mythic it pops up tomorrow. So, yeah, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say chopper. Uh, that omega gives them four percent health, four percent protection, um, uh, regeneration, and then chopper has a thirty percent chance to assist when another phoenix or droid ally uses ability. Right. So every time a phoenix ally goes, chopper has a thirty percent chance to assist. And when chopper assists, you know he, he has that basic attack that randomly gives out offense up, speed up, defense up, and and maybe one other. I don't I don't uh, speed up, man. I'm not sure, but uh, just it really helps out because if if he's going and going and assisting and just delivering offense up, defense up, speed up to all your characters over and over and over again, um, I found that to be the most useful when I did it um, way back when I, maybe the first second event it, it was around. Yeah. Yeah, that and chop choppers. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say, that's, I mean, that's a big return on investment. Um, that's pretty hard to beat. And he's one of those characters that 
even I don't have a full Phoenix faction, like a full func functioning Phoenix faction. Say that four times fast. Uh, <laughs> and I use him all the time. He's he's a great character. I'm going to take him to gear 12 as soon as I finish some other priorities. He's he's a fantastic tank. He dispels. He's, you know, he's super speedy. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's he's a great, he's he's probably the fastest tank. Hey, Gittle Maurice? I don't know if... Oh, well, he's, not a tank. he's actually a support. Oh, but is yes, he? Yeah, he's, yeah, he's the fastest yes yes yeah i think so you know what the best Even thing about chopper is though he is uh um uh one of the pilots for the phantom and i kind of think you know sabine and ezra are probably the two best phoenix as far as overall in the game and then you know if you're working on chopper as well those are the three pilots for that ship, which is so good, it can stand alone by itself. That reinforcement ability is amazing. So, you know, if, if you are leveling up Chopper and throwing Omegas on him, you're also getting some return on that ship as well, which is beneficial. Mm -hmm. And I think if you throw it, it, you can do that event. Swap mods, you know, get your characters fast, um, get Chopper uh, really healthy and lots of protection and stuff and, and try and, you know, try and do it just with swapping mods before putting Omegas on. I don't know, unless you, you're going to plan to, to take him up in particular. Omegas are pretty precious. So I, I agree with what Godel Maurice says to, you know, if you can do it without it, do it without it. Uh, I, I ended up kind of having some gear ready and taking, I can't remember who from like, but I did it with really low gear. I think it was, you know, six, seven, eight, somewhere in there. Um, really, really like low gear. And I just moved my arena mods onto them and, and tried like 10, 15 times and you'll get through eventually. Nice. <laughs> so yeah, I think it, uh, moving your arena mods is going to be worth omegging like three or four things. Like it's, it's. Oh yeah, for sure. And mod loadouts help with that. I mean, that's something, that's something I didn't even consider about mod loadouts is how much easier it's going to make some of these legendary events. The fact that you don't have to completely strip your arena team and then have to remember how to remod them. You just save that mod set and then go throw it on your Phoenix. And then as soon as you're done, you just reset them back to your arena team. You're good to go. Mm -hmm, I agree. Yeah, if you guys are going after Throng, good. I mean, good luck to you. It's uh, just just have at it. It's it's a tougher one. Yeah. Um, but you'll get there. If you have to neglect gear, I would probably say Zeb and Kanan because they are kind of naturally tanky enough. You could probably get by with gear eight ish, maybe gear seven on those two, and just really focus on Ezra. Really, for the most part, because he's gonna be like you said, you know, the best Phoenix, one of the two best. So. Yep. Mm -hmm. And what's what's the kill? The kill order is uh, the taunting, the taunting trooper, right? Mm -hmm. I think I think it's two, I think it's the two taunting troopers, and then a death, and then the death trooper, and then Thrawn last. I think that's the kill order. But it's it's tempting to be like to to kind of start on the trooper and then be like ah Thrawn, <laughs> but yeah, but it's and then go back to the trooper. It's you, you just can't. It's they're they're yeah. You have to just focus and kill kill them. Yep, and it can be very RNG dependent. You definitely want to make sure your uh, specials are ready once you get out of that third phase, um, so that you know you can do whatever you need to do. And try to have guys on full turn meter. You can usually, 
Uh, one thing that I know helped me a lot was using Ezra, using the way his special gains turn meter and the way calling in people can give turn meter. You can use that to kind of manipulate uh, how early him or another support character will go once you go into the phase with Thrawn, and that could be advantageous to some degree. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, sometimes it, it just might come down to pure RNG with how much turn meter that of you course. physically have going into it. Like, it's just going to... There's going to be times we just go in there and get just dusted, and there's going to be times you go in there and, like, three of your characters are going to go before the other team. It's just... Just, just don't get frustrated. It, it took us all when we got thrown many, many tries, <laughs> you know, so yeah. it's, it's challenging, but it's very re rewarding uh, when you get him because you definitely want Thrawn. So for sure. All right. So I got one last thing that I want to ask you guys pretty quickly before we get in trivia, but I'm going to play this first. Hey boys, do you have any tips for us? Less experienced players. So uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. <laughs> All right. So. That is our uh, drop for the new player segment. Um, we have a lot of fun making those. <laughs> <laughs> uh so, uh, I guess the thing I wanted to ask you guys, what would you suggest for new players? Because you got mod energy now, which is obviously hugely beneficial, especially for newer characters. They're trying to farm Cantina characters and still get mods and everything. But So now they have an energy they can devote entirely to mods. At what point do you suggest they quit worrying about new mods and start worrying about slicing material. And if they're worrying about new mods, what strategy would you suggest for people, you know, as far as mod sets? This is interesting because the game has changed. Uh, you no longer need to farm the Jawas yeah. uh, for crit damage mods. You no, no, you, you look, yeah, no longer need to farm resistance for speed like the though i mean speed sets are obviously going to always help you because no matter what the meta is whenever whatever it is it, it usually generally revolves around whose character goes first right now it's nest or thrawn you know in the past like in the, in the darth maul meta it was who sith assassin went first it usually every arena meta it, and even the basla teams uh to some extent whoever's hermit yoda goes first like there's you're always going to need a fab BB-8, you know, you're always going to need a speed set. So those those are very helpful. Um, I'm not sure, really, I guess if you if you get um, like a blue mod and you roll it and you get, you know, 10, 15 speed on it, then maybe take a break and slice that up to gold. Um, if you're a newer player, then you probably don't need to worry anything about 6E. But I guess if you get a really, really good mod, then, then maybe switch off the, the mod farming to go for the slicing and take that up and go back because... You really, really need depth. Uh, this is, it'll be interesting to see the advice that comes out because I, I don't really have. It's it's tough for me to say. I don't. It's been a long time. Yeah. Um, so, what? Uh, you know, if you had to start from scratch, what uh, set bonuses would you want to focus on? I mean, knowing what you know now about the characters you use, what mod bonuses you like. Uh, what, what do you think's probably like 
has the best uh, wide ranging usability. I think for me, whenever I whenever I start a game, the I, there's two things I want to know. One is, you know, the, the whatever currency it is. So for our game, it's arena. You know, it's I want to be first in arena. Mm -hmm. And then the second is what are what are late game players farming? And so I kind of make sure that my arena is good or whatever it is in that particular game. And then I'll I'll move on to just trying to make my roster look like a late game players roster even though i don't have as much as them so that i'm not going on tangents like when i started this game i, f I farmed so many mods like white mods things that i just should not have farmed so it's really kind of learning what a good mod is and really only um like these days i would tell you know two weeks ago i would say or maybe not two weeks ago, two months ago, I would say, you know, take all of your green green mods and, and roll them that have speed on them. Take all your blue mods and roll them that have speed on them. Now, maybe not so much. Uh, definitely yeah. roll, splice those ones. Uh, but when you're looking to actually purchase a mod or to roll a mod with credits, I think you're looking, like for me, I'm only purple and gold exclusively unless I'm getting them from, uh, from the events and that sort of thing. Yeah. And then as far as sets go, it's, you know, health and speed and critical damage you know those those three are are tried and true uh offense yes definitely you're going to want to have a few speedy offense sets but you know if you only farm speed if you only farm health you're going to be in a in a in a good spot i think for the most part but really trying to go quality and just uh you know your roster will suffer a little bit, you know, you might have not have as many mods as other people for a while, but then you'll, you'll, you'll build them up and surpass them in, in the actual quality of your roster in the long term. Like when I'm looking at a roster to come into our guilt, I will look at double digit speed secondaries, right? Oh. As, as, and how many, how many double digit speed secondaries someone has. Cause I know if someone has a roster of 4.5 million and they only have a hundred, speed secondaries they're probably not going to be very good at tw because they just don't have the mods to support their roster but if someone has a 2.8 million gp and has 150 mods then i'm like ooh, you know this is a player who's really you know played the game for the beginning like a late game player needs to play that's a good point had not thought about it that way just i don't know i you mentioned earlier, uh, crit damage is essential for the raids. Um, yeah. It's, it, you can't go wrong with that either. It's just, I guess if, if you're looking through your inventory and you're looking for mods to slice, try to find the set in primary and secondary that kind of match. Like if you have a crit damage or offensive set, and then you have a crit damage primary, and it's got offense, offense, you know, just tons of offensive stats, and kind of like min-maxing your characters. If, I mean, really defensive heavy or offensive heavy, um, those are the ones I like to kind of focus on. They all match. You know, it makes sense. It's like a perfect mod for a tank or an attacker. Those are the ones yeah. I like. Even if you miss speed a couple times, I, I will take 10 speed, 90 offense, 3% crit chance all day long and not say a peep. <laughs> you know, I won't, I won't complain about that mod at all. 100% agree with you. I, and yeah, I think, absolutely. I think people get too concerned about speed and kind of forget the importance of, you know, uh, elite like having elite mods with secondaries that are almost as close to max as possible is probably more beneficial than having, you know, something that has a wide variety of stuff. Cause like you're saying, like the crit damage triangle, 
that has, you know, 1% offense secondary with, you know, maybe some speed and some crit chance or flat offense or something. Like, those are so, so good. Like, offense primaries with offense secondaries, I absolutely love. I level just about every single one of them just because, like you said, I mean, they are they're incredibly good whenever you need to build a team for or build a character to do what that character does best. Absolutely. Yeah. Offense, offense I'll, I'll check offense too for, for folks. If I'm just curious or if they have a really nice roster, I'll go and look at their offense mods. <laughs> yeah. Ruthless. I, know, I am ruthless. <laughs> I just, you want people to succeed, right? Like we're in a very competitive environment and I want to make sure that I'm bringing in people who aren't like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm struggling and I'm not sure why. Well, if somebody needs another hundred mods, that's going to take, you know, a long time. That might take a year to get a hundred double digit speed mods or, you know, to make it, you know, yeah, it's mods take a long, long time. So it's something that definitely is a new player you want to start out with and you want to just kind of keep that and maintain that. Good old Maurice has like, a crazy way to tell tell people your little like uh weird thing that you do with mods it's it's amazing it's it's too much <laughs> for me but it's uh it's it's kind of the way to farm mods i think if you're gonna do it well okay uh you just totally put me on the spot i'm basically, <laughs> I know, sorry. <laughs> I mean, I'm basically talking about it all night just doing i don't know just min maxing characters yeah. like you build a set and like i but build mod sets if you're actually planning a team out and yeah, you're farming a team from scratch. Well, you just you basically build mod sets, and the mod sets are like my characters in a sense. Like I find the character that fits into the mod sets. And mm-hmm. just but it's very important. Like everyone thinks speed, 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 speed. And speed is important, but it's more important to clock your team properly. And that's why Nest is such a good character, because she goes first, removes yeah. a turn meter, and actually gives your team like turn order like you you can actually have your team function as a unit and that's why nest is so good not the aoe days or her indestructible health is that she she provides team a team you have a, a team that's not getting interrupted by just random turn meter removal shocks stuns you know treya coming in there with isolate just you know just it just i don't know you, you build a team to, to function together i, I don't really know what you're asking me to explain, I guess, but your, your spreadsheet with your, what you've told me previously is that if you're, you know, you're having a, you know, you want to build the, you know, a scoundrel team. And so you're kind of looking for critical chance mods. And so you're going to go and you're going to focus on them and you're going to know how many that oh, you yes, need yes, and you're going yes. to time out how long that's going to actually take you. Just like I do that with my, I, I, I'm like super nerdy with how long it's going to take me to collect shards for something. So I'll build like a little graph and I'll, mm-hmm. you know, I'll calculate the odds, but I'll, I'll, then I'll plot it out on a little graph and then extrapolate after like a week and a half. So I'll see, okay, I will get this on, you know, September the 13th, I will have this at seven stars or, you know, you know, like January 15th, if it's, if it's a hard note or whatever it is. So any, but you do that, you take it one step further and you do that with mods as well. Yeah, if I'm looking for, like, and I farm, it's, not, it's ridiculous, but I farm very, very specific things. Like, for a long time, it took me weeks, like five weeks. I wanted two crit avoidance arrows, and, it's, you know, with the set was kind of irrelevant. Just two crit avoidance arrows with 15 plus speed, because I really thought I was going to use them on Treya. I didn't end up using those mods, but now the crit avoidance gets a pretty significant boost when you take it to 6C. 
those might come in handy one day. Just I don't know. You just you farm sets for teams like like Kira, for instance. Um, she provides massive amounts of crit chance, and unless you're going against, you know, I don't really know where I'm going with this, so just stop me if I start rambling. But <laughs> you, you you neglect certain stats, and you need other stats, and so you have to farm accordingly. And like I said earlier, I don't like mod swapping. So if I'm building a team. I'm farming mods like specifically for that team. You should probably be farming crit damage and, and speed more oftentimes than not. But like uh, Kira, for instance, or, or you mentioned crew earlier, um, you know, first order is a team that you need lots of health and protection on for survivability. You don't really need that much crit chance because of all the advantage. So for if I was building a first order team, I would probably focus, you know, for three to five weeks on, you know, health. And then I'd focus three to five weeks on crit damage or offense. Offense is not bad for some of those characters because some of them don't have the best crit chance. So just, I don't know. Is, is that answering what you're asking me? I don't, I don't really yeah, know. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. That's exactly like you're farming. And I think it's probably maybe more of a late game thing, but it's, you know, it's certainly if you have an arena team that, you know, if you're a new player and your arena team doesn't have the mods that you want, instead of kind of buying things willy-nilly, like have a kind of shopping list of what you actually need. So, you know, yeah, rather than, like, I've made the mistake of like, like, oh, a defense mod with a speed secondary and I'll buy that and a tenacity mod. And those are more useful now, thank goodness, because yeah. I have a lot of them. <laughs> but if you're actually, you know, building a particular team, like your arena team, then you, then you then you can actually just make a shopping list for them. And, and I've been in the Shattered Ordered um, Discord server and and like just looking at the uh, what's it, what do you call that uh, channel the new player big tips oh yep and yeah and like just go in there and ask you know how do people mod your scion and you might not get the exact stats that they have but you'll get a sense of the different ways to mod him and how you might want to mod that that tune for your team or mm-hmm. uh, you know mm-hmm. for sure um, so something that was mentioned earlier that I thought was kind of interesting. Uh, and this is just kind of strategy stuff to think about, like nests, for example. Like you meant, like you mentioned, a fast nest that goes first and removes turn meter and dazes is so frustrating to deal with. However, it, even if you're using a nest that's slower, something that you may focus on if you don't quite have speed mods would be tenacity in that situation, because if your nest can survive the turn meter reduction and the daze you would still then get to go in your speed slot and possibly remove turn meter from the other team. You know, so uh, the way that they change these set bonuses and stuff, there are ways to take advantage of having inferior secondary stats like speed and get a decent advantage in situations like that. Well, okay, in the case which you just mentioned, like, when you use Nest, right, and you do her AOE, the turn meter removal in the days are independent potency versus nasty rolls, yes. correct? Yep. So, like, you could even you could even get days, but you might not get your turn meter removed. Yes. So then you could okay, okay, yep. that's a, that's a good tip actually with the tenacity mm-hmm. on Nest. If you if you don't, that's that's actually a real good tip. And if if uh, Magma Trooper, someone pointed this out. What was that? Was it Tylo? Uh, somebody pointed out to me that if you if your Magma Trooper resists days and the turn meter, then he gets he gets the forty percent turn meter boost from from Thrawn. So it's actually there's actually two things going on there. It's not just a debuff, but it counts oh, yeah. the negative status effect. 
um, the uh, removal of turn meter counts towards the negative status effect. Ah, interesting. Cool. Well, um, I think we've probably nerded out about mods long enough. <laughs> uh, uh, before we dig into trivia, which ironically this week is about turn meter gain, uh, I would like to take a second and thank all of our Patreons from this past month. Uh, I actually just did a roster review with Supreme Vengeance, and uh, I think I'm going to be able to put that together as a video, and I'm going to upload that so that people can check that out as we kind of went through his roster and looked at mods and remodded some characters and such. Uh, there are going to be a couple other roster reviews coming out. If you're a Patreon, you get access to all of the roster reviews. One of them I'm going to put up on our YouTube channel as a video uh, just so people can check it out. But, um, you know, patreon.com slash order if you want to support the show, we would greatly appreciate it. And these are the patrons from last month. So thank you guys. Ringer, Supreme Vengeance, Maze Window, J-Pod, Z-Splash, Quoth, uh, SCL Bruise, Recoil, Warbody, Buerns, EOK, Dr. Shesith, Turner Viobi, Rock, Obsidian, Vistara Kai, Ben and Z, Rukus, Hands of God 007, Painted Land, Elon Mustard, Boba Finn, Jitsu Jet, M4, Sour Diesel, Moonrock, Gore Stag, uh, Lorraine, Dethene, BMZR, Elton Blues, Tyrek Thorne, Michael Bluth, DJ Infidel, Zizer, Darth Molly, First Order Wookie, McMull 2, Sleepy Bulldog, Ron Paul Bunyan, and Han Pikey. Thank you guys. We really appreciate it. And now it is time for everyone's favorite segment. It's time for the sexy bearded duo to battle in their swoga knowledge in the most exciting trivia event in the Outer Rim. It's time for the Shattered Order Trivia. May the force be with you. All right, so it's not really the bearded duo this week. Uh, yeah, T-Buddy, you got something you want to tell me? <laughs> <laughs> and we, 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 good old Maurice can't grow a beard to save his life, so. <laughs> um, all well, right. Did I just out you? <laughs> so I am posting the pin trivia in chat, and uh, it's also in the show notes if you need it. The, the pin for this week's Shattered Order trivia is 04025500. Uh, so Lord of Trivia, Teshkaran, actually changed some things up this week with, uh, the trivia based on some feedback from some people. There is no longer a time limit, uh, on, on the questions. So that should definitely help people out with this whole situation because that has kind of been an issue in the past is how fast it goes. And also... The how fast you answer the question does not determine your points. It is strictly based on if you get the answer correct or not. So you don't lose points as time goes on like it has past couple weeks. But there is also a bonus for getting consecutive answers correct. So we will see how this goes. T-Money? Okay, well, one second. I have no idea how to use this app. I downloaded right. this app at about 
1028, two minutes before the show. All right, <laughs> so, so uh, whenever you get it, you will go to the inner... Well, actually, I think you'll have to... Actually, I think I'm, it makes you the, put I've a got user the, name. the pin in. It says Shadow okay. Word Trivia Episode 1. I'll just figure it out. Okay. Uh, that's pretty much all you need. Right there in the middle, hit enter pin, type in the pin code, and then go and uh, go to Shadow Word Trivia Episode 114 and select the first box. Make sure your name's put in. That way uh, we can all see how you did. And uh, let's see. I'll turn oh my boy. phone down. <laughs> I know. Public shaming. Okay. Awesome. All right. It just hit okay, go. Yep. All right. So question one. Which leadership does not offer additional turn meter gain to allies? Crew, Akbar, Asajj, or Tebow? Hmm. Got a hey, like type on SWGUH.gg there, T Money. No. <laughs> I promised okay. myself I wouldn't cheat no matter how bad I did. <laughs> These are pretty tough. Um, all right, so what do you that guys have tough. as your answers? <laughs> <laughs> Would you go with good old Maurice? Oh. Can we say now? Are we done? Yeah, you got your answer submitted, T Money? I do, yeah. All right. Go ahead. What's your more? That is what I put as well. T money. Me too. Yep. All right. So we all got it right. Akbar was the correct answer. All right. Question. Did you take these questions, man, and like played along with us. Do what? Did you write these questions? I yourself? don't. Nope. Uh, Tashkar, a uh, member from our alliance, he does our trivia every single week, and this is actually a good cool. place to mention. You can actually go to shatteredorder.com and down at the bottom there is a submit a trivia question button. And if if you go use that, it will actually send the question directly to Tesh. Good night, Punk and I don't get to see it. That way, uh, yeah, that way it's nice and competitive. Uh, question two. Which tune cannot gain 100% turn meter from an ability naturally? Wampa, Grandmaster Yoda, Princess Leia, or What's naturally mean? Um, that would be... F I'm assuming that is from their actual ability. So not taking into consideration like a leader ability stuff. or something uh -huh. else. Okay. Yes. Oh, no, I got it wrong. I did too, man. I'm Crap. I got it wrong. I knew oh, exactly yeah. why. All right, what did <laughs> y'all put? I put Leia, man, and as soon as I did it, I remembered when she stealths <laughs> over stealth, she gets 100% turn meter. Yep. I, I blew it. Team money? Uh, I, I put Wampa. But I think it might. Ooh. I think that might not be true because if if Wampa kills, he gets bonus turn meter based on how many allies or oh no, how many allies are dead. It's not how many enemies are dead. Okay, never mind. I I was think I was thinking it was enemies, not allies. If if it is allies, yeah, I think you. Yeah, that is that is probably why. Because I put err, and uh, that was obviously not the correct answer. Um, so so T money is up. 
Yeah, questioning baby. the quiz master too. Questioning. <laughs> Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, question number three. Which faction has a leadership that exclusively grants themselves turn meter? Separatists, Phoenix, Tuscans, or Geonosians? Holy. I wasn't sure about that one. Uh, oh, I'm on the fence. I'm on the fence. I don't know which one. Um... Ah, oh, crap. Yeah, this one tricked me. Geonosians are separatists. <laughs> Wait uh, a second, it tricked me. Yeah. So, I put separatists, which is obviously incorrect. Team Money, what'd you put? Me too. Uh, go Phoenix. You are crushing us because the answer <laughs> is obviously <Yep>. Phoenix. <laughs> oh. Is the hair is unique then that does it, I guess? Uh, I don't uh, know, actually. Said leader ability. Well, uh, we'll have yeah, to go back and... Unique. Yeah, I know her leader no, ability gives turn meter. I don't know how, but I know that the rest of them don't. Interesting. Oh, we'll have to go I'm back and hear about this for weeks to come. Oh, I know. <laughs> All right. Question number four. Who gains... I don't know how I get back in. Uh, I just... Oh, they hit the two. Yeah, there's a second box that opens up. It goes in quest sections of three. So the uh, oh, okay, we're yeah. in round two. Okay. Yep. All right. So uh, who gains fifty percent turn meter when they crit, regardless of who is leading? HK forty seven, Jin Urso, Geonosian soldier, or first order executioner? I am. Uh, I'm actually going to get this one correct. What a nice change of pace. Good old Maurice, what'd you put? <laughs> First order executioner. T money. Uh, uh, Geo soldier. Jeez. Christmas, you guys are stomping me. Wow. Yep, I put Geonos and soldier as well. Um, can't keep up with T money though. This is wrecking. I may have, I may have, I may have read all of the, uh, um descriptions for all of the characters before. Oh, she's, she's straight up prepared. <laughs> that, that's smart. She's prepared. She said she studied, so I'm, that explains a lot. I'm, I'm quite impressed. Uh, I wanted to go over them for a long time, and I was like, okay, I either make a fool of myself tonight, or I, I go ahead and take some notes. <laughs> I'll make uh, a fool of myself then. Yeah. Oh, me too. You're not the only one. Alright, question number five. Which character's passive turn meter gain upon an ally being hit is specific to a faction. Old Ben, Royal Guard, Barisafi, or B2 Super Battle Droid. I'll repeat that one more time because it's a little lengthy. Which character's passive turn meter gain upon an ally being hit is specific to a faction? Hmm. I think I know the answer. And I don't. God. 
I should. Uh, I feel like I should know this. All right, what did Timo, you guys please put? tell us what the correct answer is. <laughs> <laughs> the correct answer is old Ben. <laughs> so what you're saying is it's not Royal Guard. <laughs> it's not. No, he gives oh, all allies. Uh, I think he gets 15% for every ally that got hit. Also, not Barisafi. I was thinking she did it only for Jedi, but apparently not. Dang. We a lot to learn about this game. That is no kidding. This uh, trivia will make you feel stupid. Um, all right, question number six. Which recently introduced character has no natural way to gain turn meter or bonus turns? Ambo, Mission Vow, Ara Singh, or Zalbar? I know two of these kits. I do not know the other two. And I think through process of elimination, I can narrow it down to the two that I do not know at all. And so I got a 50-50 shot on this one. And what's funny is earlier today, I sliced a mod that had two secondaries I like. I'm like, this is great. I got 50% chance of getting a you know, a secondary slice I want to slice. And, of course, it did not slice. Just as in this instance, I had a 50% chance of getting it right, and uh, <laughs> I butchered it. So, uh, T-Money, what was the correct answer? <laughs> the correct answer is Zalbar. <laughs> <laughs> not Mission Bow. Did you get it? Not Mission, no. I got that one, yeah. Nice. All right, that's not good. I ended up with only 2,000 points. Uh, what did you guys end up with? Is that the end of it? That is the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> 2,000 as well. It's. I have oh. 7,500 points. Holy crap. <laughs> well, I don't think anyone's going to beat T-Money. You're probably going to stay at the top of the list this week. That, uh, yeah, you absolutely killed us. This is kind of embarrassing. Uh, uh, good it's old good. Maurice and it's I good. need to study. I was feeling like you guys were, 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 were uh, you know, answering the questions <laughs> with a little more experience, so I, I could redeem myself a little bit. <laughs> Wink, you, Wink, you don't have to hear about I have to hear about this every Tuesday for the next three months. You're off the hook. <laughs> That's true. That's true. <laughs> Except, goodnight punk's going to give me crap whenever he gets back. Although what's funny, every time one of us has been gone and we've had a guest, the guests have absolutely destroyed us at Trivia. So um, the tradition continues. That's fun, man. That was fun. That was great. All right. Uh, well, that is pretty much the end of the show. Again, uh, thank you guys for coming on. I really appreciate it. This was a whole lot of fun getting to nerd out with you guys. Uh, go ahead and tell everybody where they can find, you know, all of y'all's content, your Discord, whatever you want to plug. Yeah, so we've uh, our channel is called Operation Metaverse. It's uh, going to be the only thing that comes up if you search it in YouTube, and uh, you can find our Discord there. It's uh, our Discord is brand new and growing really, really quickly. It's super, super fun and exciting and vibrant right now. It's it's very hard to keep up. Uh, the only link for that I think that we've posted is uh, oh actually you can go discard discord.io forward slash Operation Metaverse all no spaces or anything or it's posted in our last stream and we stream on tuesday nights at uh 9 p.m is that when we stream good old maurice <laughs> yes 
There we go. Well, well done. Thank you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, nine, <laughs> nine, I'm just kidding. 9 p.m. Uh, EST. So awesome. And uh, mm. I will have you guys send me that link, and I will post it in the show notes. So if people are listening, they want to go check it out. They can. They have a nice, easy spot to click and go check that out. So awesome. Yeah. Well, yeah, you know, I'm like um, another another veteran game changer I've been streaming with for, God, two years now. Ramona's Zob, we do that stream uh, Sunday nights at roughly midnight-ish uh, on Sunday. So we've been doing that a long time. It's been a lot of fun uh, testing out these new characters and stuff live on the live on the stream has been great. Um, it's known Ramon for a long, long time. I guess you have as well. So it's uh, good stuff. Yeah, that stream is really fun. There's at least one time in that stream where I've just like, I almost have tears running down my face because something <laughs> funny happens. <laughs> Gunnar Maurice yells at Ramon or Ramon <laughs> yells at Gunnar Maurice for me, like, wake up! <laughs> Come on! Yep, it's pretty late for good old Maurice, but when good old Maurice gets to go to bed. <laughs> so, but, yeah, I, I hear you. Awesome. Yeah, and, and thank you for having us on. It was super, super duper fun. It's, uh, for sure, man. It's been a lot yeah. of fun. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Glad y'all enjoyed it. And uh, hopefully we'll be catching you guys later. Absolutely. 